0: We're we'll be in uh, Romans chapter five, verses nine through eleven. Uh, as far as I can remember, we got through verse eight. If that's wrong, Brittany said it was right. So I'm just sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Romans chapter five, starting in verse nine as well. We'll start the class. I'm just gonna start reading in six because that's kind of we'll keep it try to keep it in context. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet for adventure for a good man some would even dare to die. God commend his love toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. So, to keep everything in context, uh, we're talking about justification by faith. Uh, At the very beginning, we see some of the aspects that we now have because of justification by faith. That we're justified by our faith in Christ. We have peace with God. Remember, we're we're joined back together with Him. We were once separated from God because of sin. And we're joined back together with God, not because we all of a sudden became really great. (laughs) But through Christ, we have peace with God. Just like the scripture says, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through Christ. Faith in Christ is what gives us peace with God. If we remove faith in Christ, you lose peace with God. Then we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Once again, because of what Christ has done, we have access... Into not only the presence of God. But into grace. Wherein we stand. Without without God's grace. We do not. We can't stand. It's not possible. So we have access into that. Anytime that we need it. God's grace is always sufficient. No matter what we need. It's always sufficient. We have access into that grace. Through Christ. What he did at Calvary. Uh, then we talked about relations. Remember, it, it's not separate, it's connected to justification by faith. He didn't all just didn't go off on a tangent about tribulations for no reason. Um, it's in those times that sometimes we question. We can have questions about, you know, how God actually sees us. You know, uh, so that's why it's question. It's connected to justification by faith, and then we see what tribulation works in us, uh, and then through it all. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, when we travel through it the right way, when you keep your eyes on Christ and the object of your faith is what Christ has done for you at Calvary, then the love of God can be shed abroad in your heart. If not, the love of God cannot be shed abroad in your heart. And I gave you guys kind of a personal <laughs> uh, you know, example for me uh, for that. Anyway, we end up getting we, we end up getting to verse nine. So uh, verse eight. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were separated from God, God's enemy, that's when Christ died for us. That is when God's love was manifested in the person of Christ, coming and dying for us when we were his hated enemy. We were enemies of God and that's when he sent heaven's best to die for us. So then verse 9 says, much more than, and actually dad you're supposed to read that so. (laughs) (laughs) Much
1: more than. (laughs)
0: How <laughs> this carries the idea that if Christ died for us while we were yet sinners, when we had no merit whatsoever, then this should make us realize how much He will actually do for us now that we are redeemed. In effect, a child of God adopted into the family you can see Romans 831 through34 Hebrews 7:25. We don't necessarily have to go look at it you know but when we when Christ died for us we were I said we were enemies of God we had zero merit whatsoever uh, in a sense because of because of sin, because of what sin did. Caused we were worthless because of what because of sin, not 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 just a blanket type thing, but because of the fall. We were no longer what we were originally created to be, and it in a spiritual sense, worthless, dead. Mm-hmm. But that's when God gave his very best. Yeah. If he gave his best for us when we were in that state, yeah. much more much more than go
1: ahead
0: and read the next part. Much more than being now
1: justified by his blood. So before when we're
0: enemies and in that state, he dies for us we by faith accept it and then much more than now being justified by His blood. The believer is just as fully justified now as he will be when he at long last stands before God in glorified form. Yes. When, When the trumpet sounds, when the trump of God sounds and we're raptured out of here, and we are forever in His presence, we will be perfect like Him. There will be no sin nature. There will be there will, there will be nothing. We will be perfect in a glorified state. We will then be just like Him. No, just we just just think about it. I get excited when I think no sin nature. The presence of the sin nature will be gone when we are glorified. There will be no flesh, no temptation, no stumbling, no failing. You will be perfect. In every way, perfect. That's what we'll be like when we are glorified. And glorification is promised to us in Christ Jesus. We will be like that when the trump of God sounds or oh, we just pass away. In this life, when we just die. That's how God views you right now. We don't view ourselves like that. Because I see all Tanner's faults and failures and stumblings and errors and idiosyncrasies and mess ups and dumb stuff that I do. (laughs) I see all of that. I still have a sin nature. And I don't, I, sometimes it, it does, it can dominate me. The flesh, temptation comes, and, and I don't always just handle it great. You know, I, I just don't always succeed. Okay. <laughs> I blow it. None of you got it.
1: But you know you're doing it. But you, you
0: just keep walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Is just it keep cute. going. If, 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 um, is I'm it forgiven easily? No, you have to remember you show yet praise him. If you if you don't repent,
0: yeah. no forgiveness. Repent every day, even though no. Re- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or just walk in a state and of repentance. <laughs> now yeah. yeah. right now in Christ, He views us as though we've already been glorified. God views us as though we've all as, as if we're already in a glorified state yeah. the, the process of sanctification happens in hidden in that basically that we walk through the sanctification process but in the eyes of God we're each one of us as though we're already glorified and the sanctification process in the sense happens behind a curtain and his name is Jesus That's good news for Tanner. (laughs) Because a lot of times. I, I, I do fail. But I have this hope. In Christ Jesus. That it's as if. In the eyes of God. It's like I'm already glorified. The newest convert. The one who gave his heart and life. To Jesus just a few minutes ago. Is just as justified now as the greatest saint of God who has ever lived or will ever live. Mm -hmm. That's how sure justification is.
1: But you know, we don't always see it like that. No,
0: no, no. Well, uh, it was during a pre—it was during a pre-camp meeting class, and uh, Brother Dan Burr was teaching, and it was a very striking uh, lesson that he way that he showed justification and he, he happened to call on a, a minister that he had known for he, he knew him well i'm assume uh he, he asked him he said you know how long have you been saved and i think the guy said like 30 40 years something like that he's like you know he asked him about his ministry how many you know how many people would you say that you've you know ministered to or led to the lord you know salvation wise and he, he gave an like, a big number And he asked all these different things, all these different questions, like, and praise God, that guy's been saved for a long time, just walking with the Lord, seeing many people get saved, baptized with the Lord, all these different things. And then he he, he called on like a little girl. Like a little, just a girl. Couldn't even been older than 12. Just a little girl. Mm -hmm. And said, how long have you been saved? She, you know, a year, two years. How many people have you seen saved? None. She's not even in your ministry. None. Just, just all asking all the same questions. Yeah. Now, we would say that the one that's been saved for 30 and 40 years, well, praise God, he's the saint of God. And, that, you know, praise God, thank God she's saved. But in the yeah. eyes of God, they're no different. That that young girl and that man that's been saved for 30, 40 years and has seen thousands of people get saved. They're no different in the eyes of God. That she's just as righteous as he is. And he's just as righteous as she is. Even though he may have done more for the work of God. But that's not what's in question here. It's justification. And you get that by faith. Amen. so, if his faith is in Christ, what Christ did at Calvary, and her faith is in what Christ did at Calvary, then God sees him as though he's in a glorified state, as he's just like Christ, and he sees her as though she's in a glorified state, just like Christ is. Perfect. Justification by faith. The cross is level ground for everyone, there's no better and no worse. We, we're the ones that have categories of better and worse. But God doesn't have that. The only thing he has is in Christ, not in Christ. That's how God categorizes people. You're either in Christ or you're not. If you're not, then obviously you, are, you stand alone. You do not have the righteousness of God. And you'll be judged when the time comes. And for those who are in Christ, they have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. As though they're perfectly right. They've never failed one time. That's how he views it. That's what scripture bears out. that's how God views it. Because we see in the Old Testament, saints of God blow it. David is described as a man after God's own heart. Yet David committed adultery, he lied, and he murdered. But yet, he's viewed as a righteous man. And he's actually used in scripture, as we've already seen, as an example of righteousness. (laughs) What? because his, his faith Abraham had his faith was in the, the coming redeemer and because of that he was said to be righteous yeah but Abraham Abraham and Sarah you know they they got Ishmael they got a head of God, Ishmael. Hello, how can that? How can that be? Because it's by faith. That's it. If it wasn't by faith, we're all we none of us yeah. have a yeah. If justification was not by faith, no one makes more. There's only one that would make it. His name is Jesus. That's, it. That's right. If it wasn't by faith.
1: That example you gave is a really good one. I just want to intensify that a bit. Just in case we're looking at that example and thinking that, okay, yeah, but that's a 12 year old girl. There's a certain amount of innocence that we see with children. So let's take it a step further. Uh, A man who has been convicted of committing all kinds of crimes, he's guilty, he's in prison. Uh, He's committed murder. He's done all the things that we think of that would be bad in our society. We would look at that man and consider him, or woman, and consider them uh, not good people in our society. But on the day that he receives Christ, at the moment that he receives Christ as his Savior, and the blood cleanses him, he is just as justified in the sight of God as the man who has been serving him for 30, 40 years and been doing great work for God, yes. he is just as justified in the sight of God. That's the level and playing ground that you're talking about with the cross. It brings us all on equal footing. He right. said, "Well, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's the most mm-hmm. fair thing yes. that could possibly God could possibly do because everybody gets in the same way. Yeah. That's fair." And some First. of us start slender than others. First. That's right. Exactly. That's right. All the blood. There's a there's a Bible story about um the the person hiring men to work at different times during the day and get yes. all opinion at the end. Right. That to that issue. Right, yes, amen. That's right. Yes. That is exactly right. It's the religious that,
0: that fight that because because oh, it's because, it's, yeah. because if if you go on that grounds, then self means nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That literally self. Has all all it of itself. your works, right? Like, right. well, that can't. No, no, no. right? right. No, that, that can't be. There's no way. And, and another when he was talking about, it, I was thinking about whenever Christ was actually on the cross, you had two thieves, two right. two mm-hmm. criminals, Say right. thieves. They were coming,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. on
0: either side of him, both guilty. Because <laughs> the one the one actually admitted what you know yeah. we, we deserve to be up here. Yeah. But he yeah. Yeah. this man's done nothing. Yeah. But we deserve to be up here. And then he said, Remember me.
1: He said you will remember.
0: Right then. Bang. Because he just the fact that he said, Remember me. When you come into your kingdom, remember me. That is proof that he believed. Faith Faith was in action right there. I believe that you are who you say you are.
1: Because if he didn't, he would have
0: never said when you come into your kingdom."
1: remember me. Right. He had no other way of salvation. It, he was at the end. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't That's come true. down with that. He that. There was nothing he could do. He was, gonna die. It was it. Yeah. So the only thing that he had was faith. The only he goes to right. show that yeah. no matter what we have available to us, the only thing that really matters is our
0: faith in him. Right. And it was enough because yeah. he said today, today yes. he'll be with me in paradise. Mm. He, right. he was seen as Justified by faith, right there. That
1: was one guy that spent the least amount of time here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> least amount of time in prayer, In and out, in and out, boys.
0: <laughs> but he got, he received.
1: <laughs> he would have just
0: like what our sister said. He received the same reward,
1: That's right? Even though. All right. His was the last
0: hour. But can you imagine how you put on Jesus? Just, and he just, all of a sudden, he believed. All of a sudden, the Spirit of God moved upon his heart and opened his eyes while he's on the cross. Right before he dies.
1: And the other one's cursing me.
0: And the other yeah. one's cursing yes. But it still didn't stop. Nope. Right? The, the Spirit of God moved upon his heart right before and said, salvation, today is the day.
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, you want to see the power of God. When you, when you take it all in and you really understand what happened at Calvary. Because he had, he, he had like she said, the demon on one side cursing him. And this one, repeat, it goes to show the power of God how... Great and how magnificent and wonderful it is that the cursings meant nothing. No, mm-hmm. if he'd have wanted to, he could have just got off the cross. Yeah, yeah, he wanted to.
0: There is. It's amazing. Uh, Dad said this not too long ago. Yes, no. This passage, yes. That, not, that not this, but that passage of scripture we're talking about the, mm-hmm. speaks to it. That the gospel... yes, say the gospel, good the cross of Christ only causes two reactions. Yes. There's either a hardening of the heart, yes. mm-hmm. which you see in the one criminal mm-hmm. right. railing against Christ. Yes. Last prayer. A hardening of the heart in that man. Mm-hmm. And in the other man, a softening and repentance. The cross the cross of Christ can only cause those two reactions. That The reason that people can go into churches today and have no reaction one way or the other is because the cross is not being presented. If it was... If it was, then based off of what we see, there has to be a reaction, one way or the other. But yet, mm-hmm. we have people that can go into church every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday, and
1: nothing—not
0: yeah. one way or the other.
1: Yeah.
0: There's not a hardening and there's not a softening because it's not the gospel, mm-hmm. All right, let's
1: try to get back. Let's try to get back here. <laughs> It makes it so much clearer. Yeah. You come down here with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know something, it, it just, something just clicked. You know in Revelations, where he talks about you're either hot or cold. That's right. It's the same thing. You're either hard or That's soft. Fine. There's no, There's no
0: the, the I've actually heard that passage preached and I, I really, whenever I went to Bible college, Um, I really, it was Brother Bob, actually, that whenever he was teaching revelation to us, um, he really, he really cleared that up. Uh, A lot of people just, you know, you can't be on the fence. Yes. They say you can't be on the fence, but if the cross is presented, then there is no on the fence. It's It's either, (laughs) it's either going to harden your heart or you're going to soften. Brother the Bob talking about that passage. He said that if you if you you have to keep it in context, or else you're not gonna you are not going to preach it right. Mm-hmm. And he said the, the the hot and cold was not to be on the fence or whatever. He said that's not it. The hot and cold was speaking. If you, you if you study out that city, the city of uh, Laodicea. That city was far away from water sources. Both the hot water source and the cold water source. Where they were situated, where Laodicea was located, their water had to get piped in from the source. A cold source and a hot source. Where the city was located was far far enough away from the source. That's the real focus. The source... That by the time it got to them, it was lukewarm.
1: Yeah. It's
0: more about the source, being away from the source, than it is being on the fence. When we get away from our source, who is Christ, That's right. guess what you will be? Lukewarm. When we get away from the source. But if you remain, abide in Him then you can't be lukewarm. It's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally not <laughs> possible. You preach the cross, there will be no one that comes into your church building that is lukewarm. If they come in, when they leave, they will either be hardened,
1: you can't sit under that for a period of time yes. and not have any to that's right. You might be able to come one time in the service. You might be able to come a few times eventually. If you stay under it, you're either going to change or you're going to leave. You can't sit under it right? and not yeah and harden your heart. But that's that's really the that
0: that's a uh, that clarified the whole. i be honest. Whenever now when I stand there, layed to see it in Revelation, I'm like this. That thing's Way yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, the source, and it adds up with all the rest of the gospel. Whereas a lot of times, just being on the fence doesn't always, it doesn't yeah. always add up with the rest of the gospel. Yeah. But being away from the source, uh, yeah, that makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. Right. If, when we get away from Christ, yeah. you, if you're not taking up your cross daily and following after yeah. Him yeah. as your source, man, you are.
1: But... Yeah. That's right. Okay.
0: Uh, okay, justification is a total, complete, absolute, finished work in the life of a believer, even immediately upon conversion. In Christ, it is done, finished, complete, absolute, total, and everlasting. The pure, spotless righteousness of Christ is freely given to the believing sinner, with him taking upon himself that spotless righteousness, which we... We've talk about this a lot, so we can just move pretty quickly. This is all done by His blood, to my Jesus' blood, meaning that Jesus poured out His pure, untainted, unstained life's blood at Calvary's cross, which paid the price for man's redemption, satisfying Heaven's just demands. Christ, the, the, a price had to be paid for our sin. And we obviously couldn't pay, but Jesus could, and that's what he did. He paid the price for our, our sin, because it wasn't for his sin he had I none. it was for us. And one of the most beautiful, beautiful ways he touched me every time, every time he touched me. In in that time, if you had if someone had debts that they didn't pay, um, that would get written on an animal skin, mm-hmm. and then that would get posted at the city gate, basically, mm-hmm. for everyone to see your debts that you couldn't pay. And everyone would know, and we'd be talking about it. we all know how human people, you know, humans can be, mm-hmm. <laughs> We pass by, see it, like, my did you hear about Margaret? <laughs> I mean, the look up the time. Facebook <laughs> at the top. Facebook at the top. the gate. <laughs> <laughs> you could have found out. And what would happen is sometimes a stranger who was well off would pass by the gate and would see one of those animal skins, and he would take it off. He would pay all the debts. And then he would take it and fold it over. And then write paid in full. Or paid, you know, they had a word obviously for it. Before, but it meant paid in full. And then nail it back to the, the gate. And that really just meant whoever had to collect could go to that man. We had that on the city gate. Each one of us had that on the city gate. Debts we could not pay, but we owed. Sin debt. We couldn't pay it, but we owed it. And along comes Jesus. Amen. Who has everything and a whole lot more. And he grabs your debts off of that city gate. And he folds it over so no one can see your debts any longer, as though they never existed. And then on it, Brittany might even know the word. <laughs> it's written, all of you guys, obviously in Hebrew, paid in full, and now you no longer owe a debt. Each one of us, God, Jesus did that for us. Each one of us. Our sin debt was paid by Jesus. His own precious, spotless, pure blood. Is what paid our debt. Now, I got, my animal skin has been doubled. <laughs> and in Christ, if I happen to. To accrue another sin debt, he'll pay that one because I belong to him now. How much more if he did? If he would pay the debt when you were an enemy, how much more would he pay the debt now that you've been redeemed?
1: Yes.
0: Now that you have been brought back to God. When you were an enemy, your debt was paid. How much more will he quickly pay your debt now that you belong to him? Praise God. Because I'm going to blow it and I'm going to get another debt. Even though I'm saved. I'm going to mess
1: up somehow.
0: but he will quickly pay that debt too because I'm his child now. He paid it when I was an enemy, but now I'm not an enemy. I'm a child. (laughs) And so are you. Mm
1: -hmm. And he will quickly pay it. Mm. Do you want uh, to read the scripture reference to that illustration you talked about? uh, Uh, No,
0: I don't think so. Okay. now, uh, uh, that's good news, man, I love that, yeah, you know <laughs> oh, yeah. that he, man, how much, much more than, now that we're justified, <laughs> he's, if, the, I, John said, I would, that you would not sin, but if you do, when you do, you have to advocate with the Father. He is faithful and just to forgive us all trespasses quickly, quickly, repent quickly and you'll be forgiven faster than you can repent
1: because
0: <laughs> you're his child now. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Proclaims in clarity that the wrath of God is turned away from the sinner. Once faith is enjoined by the sinner toward Christ. The Greek text actually reads, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. So the definite article is in front of wrath. So it would read the wrath through him. This points out a particular wrath which is the lake of fire, the manifestation of God's wrath against sin. God does not so much condemn sinners simply because they are sinners, but rather because they refuse to accept his atonement Mm -hmm. for sin. And we can go right back to what we've been talking about, the the thief. Yeah. (laughs) The, 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 The criminals on the cross. They were both sinners. One accepted the payment by Christ and the other didn't. One was saved and the other one will be judged in the lake of fire. But we've been saved from that in Christ. There will be in the lake of fire judgment. The only death that we will experience is just the physical body dying. Is just this earthly temple dying. But we will not taste the second death. There will be no lake of fire for any of us. If you are saved, there is no lake of fire in your future. Jesus Christ has taken the judgment for you already. Which, if you look at the sacrificial system of the Lamb, Yes. Yes. I fight
1: yes.
0: one of my favorite things uh, and I'll be honest with you this was totally I was actually preaching one time at, church, at this like first message I preached and it was not in my notes at all it just came out of my mouth while I was preaching and, I, and everybody was like oh wow and I'm up there preaching and I'm thinking oh wow yeah, are God that's amazing I didn't write that down was, like, <laughs> it was talking about it. <laughs> right then I am like so not think about this. The in the uh, when they were given, they were in Egypt and they were given the Passover. He said, God told them the instruction was, do not boil it in water or milk. You know, do not boil it.
1: Yeah.
0: Just I just God is faithful to His promises.
1: You see this.
0: God God, God is faithful to his promises. He flooded. He sent judgment by flood one time. Mm -hmm. And he said, never again. Never again will judgment come by water. And I'm going to give you a rainbow as a sign that Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. And even in the sacrifice of Christ, he kept the promise. Because he said, whatever you do, do not boil it. It must be fire, not water. Already promised that I'd never judge by water again. Even, even in the type, that's right. He, he he's faithful to his promises. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Praise God! But it was fire, so.
1: <laughs>
0: but we'll be saved from that because Christ took that yes. for us. Amen. Yes, sir. But when
1: the debt of sin is not paid, that's that's what you get.
0: That's the wages. That's right. Wages of sin is death. And it's not just physical death. I mean, you know, that's what we tend to focus on, physical death. But that's just that that physical death is the least of your worries. <laughs> there is something worse. Yeah. In this one verse, we are guaranteed present peace and future safety. Now now justified assures the one, which is present peace, and we shall be saved makes absolute the other, which is future safety. So now justified assures present peace, and we shall be saved, Assures future safety. These are based not upon the pious emotion. Or personal moral merit of a religious man. But upon Christ's personal and atoning. I'm sorry. Upon Christ's person. And atoning sacrifice. This divine foundation is di- displayed in the words. His book and through him. So your present peace. Peace is based off of who Christ is and what he did for you at Calvary. Mm-hmm. Your guarantee of future safety is based upon who Christ is and what he did at Calvary.
1: Yeah.
0: Good, Thank God is not dependent mm-hmm. upon who Tanner is and what Tanner does because Tanner's no good and Tanner doesn't do no good. <laughs> uh,
1: verse 10. For if when we were in <coughs> peace speaks of man
0: being reconciled to God and not God being reconciled to man. Man is the enemy of God and not God the enemy of man. Man thinks of God as an enemy because the righteousness of God is always opposed to the sin of man. and. We could all give 50,000 examples of what that looks like in today's world. That well, God is evil. No, we're evil. And we don't like God because, well, he makes us feel evil. <laughs> all right. Uh, reconcile. Let's look at that word. Reconcile in the Greek is kat. A-L-A-S-S-O And that should be in your notes It means to change Exchange To reconcile those at variance It means primarily To exchange and hence to change The relation of hostile parties Into a relation of peace So We were once a hostile Party to God But through Christ that relationship has been changed to one of peace. Praise God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, next. Dan. Uh, uh,
1: much more being reconciled, we have. Uh, we shall be saved by his life. This speaks of the resurrection of Christ,
0: whereas the previous phrase spoke of the crucifixion of Christ. The first had to do with one's salvation. The latter has to do with one's victorious walk in this life before God and man. And uh, we can go look at Romans chapter 6, verse 4. It says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Can't wait till we get to (laughs) Romans. Our position in Christ never varies, but our condition is constantly changing up and down. Pretty much according to our knowledge of the Word of God and our faith, or the lack of such, in appropriating what Christ has done for us in our hearts and lives. If God saved us when we were enemies, even upon the premise of our simple faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary, how much more will he give us victory in the flesh after we have become his child? God does not God is not in the business of keeping victory from him. He, he wants you to walk in the fullness of what we have in Christ. God is not keeping that from us. We are never as mature as we think we are. Yeah. If we aren't walking in victory in an area, it is not because it hasn't been provided for us. The prop, the it always lies with us. Mm -hmm. The fault always lies with us and our faith, really. Most of the time, it's it's just a lack of faith. We don't like to say that because that doesn't make us feel so good. (laughs) Oh, it's just a lack of faith. Well, no, you know that doesn't. It makes you feel. Honestly, it'll make you just feel real immature in the faith. Yeah. I'm not having victory in this. Well, you're not as mature as you think you are in the faith. Yeah. Christ already did it. Yeah. I, I can't. There's been times in my in my life that I, I I want victory over something. I just don't see the victory being manifested in my life, and I cry out to God, Lord, help me. Help me. I, I need help. And he answers that. But I've had. Multiple times. Where he's. Just honestly. God has just. Straight up told me. I've already given you everything. I've already given it to you. I've given you the victory over that. In Christ. Believe it. And walk in it. So I find myself praying. More often than not. I believe. the help. My unbelief. Yes. But he's already done it. God's not going to give you another answer for whatever it is that you. That the answer's been given in Christ. Saved by his life here does not speak of his perfect example respecting the some 33 and a half years in which he lived above all sin which within itself could save no one, but rather the pouring out of his life's blood at Calvary. The world has ever attempted to emulate the life of Christ while ignoring what he did at Calvary and the resurrection, but such cannot be done. That is another gospel, and that's another Jesus. You cannot separate Christ from Calvary if you do, it is another Jesus. Yeah. And another gospel. Paul was very clear about that. Yeah. If and, and, and we see that. And uh, this in the church today.
1: Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll, preach, we'll preach Christ. But not, not, not Christ that died. Not the Lamb of God Christ. Yeah. Not that. That's not the Christ that's preached. Not the Lamb of God. Because that has to do with Calvary. What's preached is just. But he was a good man. Or... We need to follow the example of Christ. Yes. Go to the cross. <laughs> the example of Christ. Yeah, yeah. Believe God, trust him, and go to Calvary. I mean they off the blood.
1: Yeah.
0: Because it's not yeah, it's not it's not the Lamb of God, it's just Christ. Well we need what what would Jesus do? WWJD and that really people grabbed a hold of that like crazy. What would Jesus do? He would die. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, what would what did Jesus? What would Jesus do in this
1: situation?
0: We're missing the point. That's another gospel. If he didn't die, no man gets saved. But yet, we we teach we teach principles of Christ
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. in the church with the principles of Christ, and it's not. It's not the Christ of the cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why Paul said it's another Jesus right. and it's another gospel. Right. Paul said our glory in the cross, nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Written. No one
1: is offended by Christ's life. Muslims even teach that he was a prophet. Right. People get offended by his death, and
0: that's why the modern church leaves it
1: out because they don't want to deal with
0: it's an offense. Right. Yeah. yeah, there would be an offense to say, just to say that someone is a sinner and that right. Christ, you have to, you know, accept Christ's payment for your sin. Oh, well, not that bad. I mean, jeez. <laughs> but yeah, exactly what Brittany said. The, the Muslim faith, Christ is all over the He's in the ground. Right. They just don't believe he's the son of God. That his death
1: could do me. Well, what they do realize is that even the Bible says if Christ,
0: either he was he was a liar or he was you know he was the son of God because he said he was the son of God. He told everyone what he came to do. So you can't you separating all that and saying oh, he was just a good man. Let's focus
1: on that. It's mm-hmm. calling him a liar because you're separating mm-hmm. him from yeah. his death. Like right. that wasn't important. That wasn't a big deal. That was the whole deal. Like, he can't yes. just be a good man who right. said
0: good things, because then like, some of the things he
1: said weren't true. Right. Um,
0: that wouldn't make him.
1: Can't have it. Yeah. God doesn't know His words fall to the ground. Exactly. Yeah. If
0: His the whole the whole the will of God for Jesus' life was Calvary. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's him. He, what did he, in, I think it's in Isaiah. In Isaiah's prophetic, it's almost like Christ, came out of be songs. but it, it, Christ, it's as if Christ himself is saying it, and he said, here I am, I've come to fulfill, uh, this is my number, exactly but paraphrase, I've come to fulfill all that is written about me. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was Jesus, that's, that's as if Jesus was speaking. That was prophetic, as if Jesus himself was speaking. Mm-hmm. I've come to do what is written I've come to fulfill what is written in the book about me. That means that this, not the whole thing this is just bit. <laughs> is about Jesus Christ and what He will do. Calvary. That's what the whole Bible is about. People make the book of Revelation. About the Antichrist. But yet in the very beginning of the book.
1: Revelation. This is a revelation.
0: We'll just go read. We'll just read. it. Okay. But I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I heard the book of Revelation preached and it's about the Antichrist, the end times, all, all the different things, what kingdoms are going to be, who, and this and that. And we're looking Daniel and we'll just connect all the dots. But yet, Revelation, at the very, the very first verse, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must surely come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. The revelation no. of the Antichrist. Oh, no, no that's not no. what it no. The revelation
1: Jesus.
0: of the end time. No, that no. Doesn't, doesn't say that either. The revelation of Jesus Christ. That's it. When you read the book of Revelation, according to this very first verse, watch it come to life.
1: Yeah, That's right. That's true.
0: And they'll minister to you far more than you ever trying to find something out about the Antichrist or whatever it is. Yes. Yes. Even the letters that are written to the churches. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, right. yeah.
0: You can see so much about
1: Christ yeah. right there. Yes.
0: The way that he's pictured in each letter. Each yeah. In each letter, He's one aspect of him is pictured yeah. differently. Yeah. That's right. right.
1: Yeah.
0: And it, that, that that is not the crucified Jesus. That's, that, that's victorious Christ that you see there. Yes. The risen, Savior. The risen Savior. Savior. Even when He is viewed in Revelation as the Lamb that was slain, it's still victorious. Right. This is not a matter of mere ethics, but actually of life and death the life of Christ imparted to the sinner who is dead in trespasses and sins, all of that is anchored squarely in Calvary. Okay, verse 11. We're going to finish this.
1: Verse 11. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ.
0: This tells us several things. Considering that all sin has now been removed by our faith in Christ, And we have been reconciled unto God. This should be the occasion of constant joy expressed in what the Lord has done for us. Our trust in Christ is no false confidence and provides the only true joy that a human being can actually have. All of this is through our Lord Jesus Christ, which incidentally is his resurrection name. We owe it all to Jesus. In what I seem like and then I, I enjoy I enjoy preaching about this because I experienced it in, in a dark time in my life, I found out just that that no matter what the outward circumstances are, I can have joy unspeakable, and all and, and, and it all came from looking to Calvary every day. Every day, moment by moment, if I just look to Calvary and what Jesus did for me and the benefits that I have in Christ, I had joy unspeakable.
1: Yes.
0: Even though to me it seemed like on the hour there was nothing to have joy about. If someone were looking in my life, they'd be like, "Man, that was that." that was, but I had joy. That you couldn't even imagine, and it did not come from outward circumstances yes. or even just anything about Tina. It was all about Jesus. When I just looked at Jesus and what Jesus did for me at Calvary, I, I could I could see I could have a relationship with God because of what Jesus did for me yes. at Calvary. Sin yes. mm. yes. uh, has been taken care of yes. Yes. in my life because what Jesus did for me at yes. Calvary. Sin shall not have dominion over me because of what Jesus did at Calvary. Yes. My sins are gone. Washed. I have justification by faith. Sin has been taken care of in its entirety. The penalty of sin, which is death. Jesus paid it for me. The power of sin over my life has been broken by my union with Christ because I'm in Him. He has defeated sin. And one day, when the trump of God sounds, the presence of the sin nature will no longer be in me and I'll be freed from that enemy too. Amen. And then you could just keep going. Because it doesn't stop, right? That's just the beginning. Yes, yes, yes. I can have the... F- he is Jehovah, Sinkinu, yes. Jehovah, my righteousness. Yes. I have a robe of righteousness yes. in Christ Jesus. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but isn't your world falling apart? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? That's how you really feel. Who cares? Yes. I have a robe of righteousness even yes. oh, yes. Roof falls on my head yes. you can't take that yes. That's right. 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 That's right Jehovah Macsh yes Jehovah who sanctifies you need sanctification there's provision in Calvary his name is Jesus Jehovah Macladesh Jehovah who sanctifies. He promised that He will sanctify me. Mm. He promised it. He didn't promise that I had to sanctify myself. It says Jehovah Machadeth. Jehovah who sanctifies. Mm. That means it falls upon Him. And he doesn't go back on his promises. Just like we already said. (laughs) He's faithful. And that's still just the beginning. I'm going to get it. I'm going (laughs) to Not only that, but because of what Jesus did at Calvary. I can have the presence of the Holy Spirit. I can have the fullness of His Spirit daily, not just when I go to church on Sunday. I can get up at 3 a.m. and say Jesus, and His presence is right there. I can have the fullness of the Holy Spirit. I can have the power of the Holy Spirit daily. He is Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah, my peace. I have peace with God because of Jesus. And we just keep getting better. There's still more. There's always more in Jesus. There's always more in Calvary. Yes. For all eternity, we will be learning what Jesus actually accomplished at Calvary. All the things that it affected. You cannot exhaust the cross. That's why there's nothing else to go through. You don't need any. You are complete in Him. Mm. Jehovah, Shammah, Jehovah is there. He'll never leave me. Nor forsake me. He's always there. Even if I blow it. He'll still be there. Because he can remain. In me. Not because of me. But because I'm justified. The fact that the Holy Spirit. Doesn't leave. When you stumble. Is evidence. That you are justified by faith. And that you do have the righteousness of Christ. Because the Holy Spirit cannot be where sin is. So if you fail. The Holy Spirit doesn't leave. Why? Because God sees you as though you are already glorified. And then it just keeps getting better. We have wholeness completeness in Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Jehovah Rapha. Yes. Jehovah who heals. Yes. He's my healer. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. We'll start right out. Maybe he didn't heal you physically. But you had something spiritually. Yes. You had something.
1: Spiritual leprosy. Come on. Come on. Oh, That's right. Oh, but Calvary happened, yes. That's right. That's
0: right. and He He touched you. Set your spirits. And He He healed me of spiritual leprosy, sin. Thank you, Jesus. And you too. Praise God. <laughs> Jehovah who heals. And even if you have something that you need physically. And you don't get it on this side. Of the grave. Your healing is still guaranteed. Because once you pass through the Jordan River. To the other side. Hallelujah ain't going to be no sickness in heaven. Amen. Mm. Sickness can't stay any longer. Praise God. Praise God. But you know what? It's still a promise. So you hold to that promise no matter what and know that even if even you know what devil. Even if he doesn't heal me on this side, sorry, but... he, he will heal me, heal me yes. when I reach the other shore. Amen. And then
1: it
0: just it just keeps getting better. You, you're promised success in Christ. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because he is Jehovah Jireh.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Jehovah's provision mm-hmm. shall be seen. Yes. Well, guess what that provision was? The Lamb of God. Yes.
1: That's
0: the whole context of where that name is given. Yes. That he took your place on the cross... Isaac was going to be offered up on the altar. The altar was a type of Calvary. And yet Isaac didn't get offered up. There was a a ram caught in the thing. Glory. You were that was your cross. You were going to be on that cross because that was your sin it had to be paid for. That was the penalty of your sin. But praise God, Jehovah Jireh, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. There was that Lamb, caught in the name. His name is Jesus. And He took your place, died for your sin on your cross. Jehovah Jireh. That's We don't have to fear death or hell either. That's it. Because he is Jehovah Nisi.
1: Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Jehovah, my banner. Yes, thank you. We can rally to that (laughs) blood-stained banner. Calvary it is finished. (laughs) Amen. The victory has finished been no won. You might lose a few battles, but the war has already been won. You are guaranteed a victory in Jesus. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah my man. Even yes. when the battle gets hot, I can rally to that
1: banner. He's Jehovah
0: Jehovah my shepherd.
1: And he'll lead me and guide me
0: no matter where I go. Even if it's through the valley of the shadow of death. When you get to that point in your life
1: where death is right at
0: your door. I thought you'd have a good check. We'll lead you right through that valley. Yes.
1: Because
0: it's just a shadow. Of death. Because remember in him. You won't taste. The second death. My Lord it's just a passing away. Of this old. Earthly temple anyway. Not that great. (laughs) Yeah, but what about that situation in your life? What about it? What about it? See, in Christ, no matter what tribulation, trial, or circumstance you find yourself in, you have joy through Him. Yes. Mm Amen
1: amen uh, by whom we uh, I'm sorry by whom we have now received the atonement we have salvation now
0: even though we do not yet have all the results of salvation with the final results coming about at the resurrection of all believers which is made possible by the resurrection of Christ. At that time, every saint will be glorified, which will then complete the salvation process. The word atonement here should have been translated reconciliation, because that is what it actually means. The word atonement means to cover, and it also means the making of two estranged parties at one, hence reconciliation. Reconciliation. <laughs> In the Old Testament, atonement was made to purify objects ritually and set them aside for God's service. Atonement was also associated with ordaining persons for God's service, such as priests. The primary connection of atonement was with sin, guilt, and forgiveness. Leviticus chapter 14 reveals this. I know I'm kind of going fast, but... uh, Leviticus... This should be the notes. Leviticus... Chapter 17, verse 11, teaches that the death of a sacrificial animal was required for atonement. The images in the Old Testament worship system then are quite plain. As soon as God introduced law, you see that in Exodus chapters 19 through 24, the reality of sin as law breaking was established. Persons who broke the law of Moses became guilty before God. Romans 7, chapter 7, verse 7 through 13, you can see that there. It thus became necessary for God to deal with guilt. For implicit in the Old Testament notion of sin is not only guilt as personal responsibility for one's actions, but also the conviction that God must act to punish sin. At Sinai, God acted immediately to deal with this problem. He gave Moses plans for the tabernacle. Exodus chapters 25 through 26 will show you that. Worship there involved sacrifices that would be offered in atonement. Exodus chapters 27 and chapter 30 will show you that. The priesthood was established to make the sacrifices exodus chapters 28 through 29 revealed that with the establishment of the tabernacle the sacrificial system and the priesthood atonement could be made after a person's sin and the guilty individual could thus be restored to right relationship with god Old testament atonement called for the life of an animal the guilty party laid his hand on the head of the animal identifying himself with it Uh, Leviticus chapter 4 verse 4 verse 15 verse 24 and verse 29 show that. Then the animal was slain symbolically taking the sinner's place. The imagery tells us that sin merits death but that God will accept another life in place of that of the sinner. The Old Testament sacrificial system made provision. Then, for atonement of both unintentional sins and willful sins, it assured Israel that God would, that God could, and would forgive sins when his people came to him in the way he prescribed. When we look into the New Testament passages themselves, we learn much about how the coming of Jesus filled the Old Testament sacrifices with special meaning. From the beginning, God was willing to accept a person's faith in the place of righteousness. It is on the basis of the atonement Jesus accomplished that God is shown to have been just and fair in forgiving those who have faith. The wonder of the New Testament revelation is that at last we see the glory of God's eternal plan. He has himself in Christ chosen to become The sacrifice through which humanity can be released from the grip of sin and death. And we are doomed.